Hey, teacher sellers. Today, Angie and I are talking about a topic that we've seen come up in a lot of groups. Why isn't my promoted pin running? We've come up with three main reasons we've noticed our promoted pins don't take off or suddenly stop using their max budget. Make sure to check out the show notes at growwithuspodcast.com slash episode two for any links, pictures, or screenshots mentioned in this episode or to learn more about us. Welcome to Grow with Angie and April. We are two full-time Teachers Pay Teachers sellers, and we're opening up our conversations with each other to help you grow your teacher store. We learn so much from each other, and we're excited to share what we know with each other and with you. You can find out more about us at growwithuspodcast.com. Now let's get this conversation started. Hey, Angie. Hey, hey. How you doing? I'm doing all right. How about you? I've been looking forward to this forever because I love talking about Pinterest. And I actually have had like three people message me this question in the last week. (laughs) So I'm really excited to answer it. And I'm really excited to hear what you have to say about it too, because even though I feel like I know a lot about promoted pins, a lot of times I open up my dashboard and I'm like, what's happening? Yeah, definitely. So we need to say this before we start, though. We're talking about traffic campaigns. So anything that we say is about traffic campaigns, because I don't know about you, I don't run anything other than traffic campaigns. Do you, Angie? No. Traffic campaigns all the way. Okay. Yeah, because we we want them to go to our store. And there is kind of a debate over whether to go to the straight to the store or to the blog post or both or either. That's a whole separate uh, episode. But uh, we're focusing on traffic campaigns for teacherpreneurs today. So when people ask me this, the first thing that I always tell them is that their bid is possibly too low. So I, this actually happened to me yesterday and I screenshotted everything and I'll put that in the show notes. And I was so excited it happened because I'm like, yes, I have a screenshot for the show notes. But I went into a pin and it had been spending the whole budget. So the budget was $10 a day. It had been spending the whole thing. And it was to the point where I was going to maybe scale it up. And then I came back yesterday, I checked them about once a week and it was down to spending like $2.50 a day. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And it was it, to me crazy. So I did a little digging and I said, okay, there's a few reasons this could happen. But the first thing I did is I went to the ad group and this is what I always tell people because this is like the number one thing is I went to the ad group and I clicked on edit pin and I went down to the bid area and I looked and it said low or too low for the bid. So I usually check all of my pins for this. And I guess this one just slipped last week. But it seems like if the bids go up for the keywords you're using, sometimes it will slow down your pin. And so what happened is that I was a couple cents short of having a low bid. So too low means it's not going to run well. Uh, Low bid is still okay. So I think I had it at 11 cents, which to me is really amazing for a click. And then that was too low. So now the low bid uh, was 12 cents. And so I changed it and now it's running to full capacity. Well, it looks like it's starting to. I know it always takes like a few days to kind of like ramp back up. So yeah, I definitely agree with that because you told me that a few weeks ago and I saw a few of mine that were too low and not delivering 
And I just upped them a little bit and then they started delivering again a lot better. I think as sometimes you might put them in and they're just a low bid, but then as they're running or getting close to those keywords being more popular, the bid might go up because more people are in competition for those keywords. So definitely, especially if you have the pin running for a long time. And you know, what I usually end up doing is having my bid at the lowest low bid when I first start the pin. So it makes sense that every once in a while, I'm going to come back and that bid will be too low now and I'll have to bump it up a cent or two. I've never had a situation where I've gone in and it said too low and I've had to bump it up like 20 cents. That's never happened. Um, It's just like a small, like one or two cent refinement. And then it's running to capacity again. Like that's a super easy fix. And I'm pretty happy with that. Yeah. I found that on more evergreen content, that's true. But I think more a holiday or, you know, time of the year, certain times of the year that it is more than a few cents. I found that with some of my like holiday themed stuff. That makes sense. Cause I do not promote a lot of holiday or seasonal. So that makes a lot of sense. Pretty much everything that I have in my dashboard is uh, just evergreen content. So I don't necessarily run anything seasonally. So, but that would make sense to me. And I, do you think it's worth it for a seasonal item to maybe pay more like 25 cents a click? I've had a little of both. I mean, when it was lower, I was getting tons of clicks, but then on St. Patrick's Day, I don't know if that's just a more popular keyword or whatever, but the set that I promoted then was super high for the clicks and it wasn't even really converting. So, hmm. so I don't know. I think it just has to do with the, the timeliness of it. Yeah. If you get in there early, I bet that makes a difference. Yeah. And it, but then sometimes it's not clicking because people aren't clicking it because they're not searching for that. Oh, true. So if that, if that's the case and it's not really spending your budget and then you get closer to the holiday, have you had a pin that like looked like a failure, but then got closer to the holiday and ended up a winner? Like should people keep their pins on? Okay. Yeah. And some holidays are cheaper than others. You know, my Valentine's Day set did amazing on Pinterest. And I think I was only paying like 11 cents a click. But, you know, just some holidays are more and people are searching them more and then there's more competition and the bid is just higher. So I just probably will back off of those holidays a little bit because I don't need to spend that much just to get a click that might not even convert. Yeah. And that's the thing too, is if your conversion rate is low, then you're not making any money off of it. And So I do highly recommend using the UTM links. Uh, They're not perfect, but they do track pretty well on Pinterest. And uh, to me, having that data is better than not having any data at all. (laughs) Exactly. On my evergreen stuff, it totally, totally works out. But, you know, just got to play the game a little bit when it comes to timeliness of certain resources that you're promoting. Right. That's harder too, because not only are you competing with other TPTers that have, say, St. Patrick's Day items, but other people who have websites that sell on them. I know that there's a lot of people who sell St. Patrick's Day printables, like on the mom blogs. Exactly. And they do promoted pins like crazy. So even though I think TPTers are more getting into promoted pins now that they've realized just, just general knowledge that they're amazing. (laughs) And, um, but I think that the mom bloggers were on it before. So you're kind of competing with that as well with some of the keywords. So that makes sense. Yes, that's definitely the case. That's definitely the case. Yeah. And, uh, something that's, I think is really important too, is that just because you're putting in that bid doesn't mean that you're paying that every time. So if your bid is 25 cents, right. And 
you might look on your dashboard and see that you're only paying 21 cents, which is okay. I really prefer to spend around 15 cents, uh, depending on the price of the item. Um, but if it's converting and the UTM link shows that I'm making money off of it, I will pay a higher cost per click. Agreed. Definitely do that too. So, And I think people are kind of scared to, to bid more than 10 cents or 15 cents uh, because you know, you hear a lot of people say, okay, put it at 10 cents a click, but it's changed a lot, I think, since it started. And I started right when it came out of beta. So 10 cents a click was amazing. Yeah. And every pin ran on 10 cents a click and it was fantastic. And it made a really big difference in my business. But I, what I'm finding now is with more competition, you do have to bid higher. Now, that doesn't mean that you should go with what they list as the good bid, which sometimes is $1 or $2. But try to make sure that when you're putting in that bid amount that it's not, it doesn't say too low because too low means it's not going to run well. Low bid, it will still run. If it's running well on low bid, keep it going. If it's not running well on low bid, then you might have another issue. Exactly. There's other things to look into. So that leads us to number two. So what is the second reason then that the promoted pins might not run? Second reason is that people just aren't searching those keywords right now. So it might not be a popular time for that specific resource. You know, it seems like a lot of topics tend to get popular at different times of the school year. So fraction things are popular during a different time than maybe place value. So, you know, it just might not be the right time for the pin. So if you're seeing that the impressions are low, it's probably just because they're not really showing it to many people because people aren't really searching that. Yeah, that's a good point. The dashboard can be a little bit overwhelming, but knowing what each part of the dashboard means, like the impressions is really helpful to knowing that your pin isn't running because people aren't clicking. You know, I don't want anybody to go in and like put in a 50 cent bid thinking, okay, this is going to, this is going to make the pin take off when it's really just that people aren't searching for the keywords. So definitely look at your data on your dashboard, look at impressions and see, is it serving to people? If it's not serving to people, you know, you either have too low of a bid or people aren't searching the keywords. But I think as teacher sellers, we kind of know when stuff is popular, like about a month ago, I was noticing that my interactive notebook pins weren't running as well, but I kept them on. I actually have kept them on for six months and they they really performed better back to school. But, you know, they were still making me money. You know, I was still maybe spending like $8 a day on all of them and I was maybe making $20 a day. And so I thought, okay, well, that's pretty good. I'll take that return. I mean, it's not a huge difference, but I might as well keep them on. Well, about a month ago, they really kind of plateaued and they were spending like $2 a day. And it just, I just turned them off because I was sick of checking them. But it makes sense because right now, interactive notebooks really are not something that people are searching for because we're done note taking and we're more um, into the test taking and reviewing. So that makes a lot of sense to me. If, if it's something that's really not timely for this type of year, then maybe shut it off or just, you know, leave it and don't worry about it. Exactly. I mean, I look at the impressions. If I can see that it's not really getting shown to many people, many people aren't searching it. I look at how many clicks I'm getting. I mean, you can even look at which keywords are getting the impressions that you use. So if you click on a, a traffic campaign and then you 
look again, um, you click on the ad set, you can actually look at all of the keywords that you have and you can sort them by which ones got the most clicks or which ones were shown the most. And that means that people are actually searching those keywords. And maybe a lot of your keywords really aren't getting searched. So maybe you want to look at, you know, maybe adding different keywords or looking at the ones that are getting searched and kind of seeing what other ways you could put those same words and try to come up with some new keywords. Yeah, I love that. I actually was just looking a couple days ago at one of my test prep items pins in the ad group under targeting keyword, that little drop down to see how much was being spent and how many impressions were on each keyword. And it was so telling, like any keyword that had the word test prep in it was outperforming any other keyword. I had put very specific keywords in for this item, but the ones that were very general with the words test prep were doing really, really well. So, and I'm like, there's one keyword I'm looking at right now that I added last second and was like, "Mm, maybe this isn't exactly what I would search for as a teacher, but I'll put it in there and I don't know if it'll do well. And it is like 90% of what people are clicking is under that keyword. So I'm going to be using that for all of my other pins of this type in the future. So it's good data, very good data. Exactly. And if you start a new, I don't know if you've started a new promoted pin lately, but they have a new way of letting you put in certain words and showing you how many people are actually searching those keywords each month. And it kind of, it helped me come up with a lot of more keywords than, than I could think of on my own. It's awesome. And I think that might be one that was suggested to me because like I said, it's one that I wouldn't search for as a teacher, but it's like 90%. And so I think using that tool is pretty helpful because I mean, then you can see what's really popular right now. And I do see too that there's automatic is listed as a keyword because they do allow you to check a box that makes it so that they can automatically show it to other keywords if they think it's relevant. And it's not, it's maybe like 5% the keywords that are being shown. But I thought that was really interesting. And when that first beta tested, I made sure to click it because, you know, just like Facebook, Pinterest algorithm, you know, knows people's search history and knows what they're looking for. And it's pretty sophisticated. And I really do trust them to put it out to people who are searching for similar items. So I really like that. Yeah. And that's the number one reason I love promoting on Pinterest is because people are searching for those things. It's not like on Facebook where you might catch them at the right time that they need it, or maybe they wish list it. But on Pinterest, a lot of times it's what they need right now. And they're searching and they're clicking and they're looking at what you have because they need it in the moment. Yeah. I think that's why. And I think that's also why Facebook frustrates us so much is because even though people do click it and add to their wish list, or it at least puts it in their mind for them to purchase later, they don't always go straight there and purchase it like they do from Pinterest. Exactly. So I think too, that just getting to know your dashboard is really important when you're trying to make sure why your promoted pin isn't running. (laughs) So we've really talked about like, so far we talked about looking at keywords, looking at impressions and checking that cost per click to make sure that the cost per click is not too low. Right. Okay. So let's talk about the third one. This is the one that's kind of hard to identify. This is people are seeing your pin, but they aren't clicking it. 
So this is the one that always stresses me out the most because I always fear that the, that I'm just not good enough. My resource is not good enough. My pin isn't good enough. All of that. Yeah. It makes you feel like, why aren't they clicking it? And, you know, you try to make a good image and maybe they click it and they see it closer and they don't actually click through to the site. Maybe they just do the close up and then click away. You know, those numbers can stress you out. <laughs> right. And, and a lot of people don't really know how to check the dashboard to find out if people really are clicking their pin. And there, there is data to show you that in the ad group. And I didn't know this until recently. I didn't know what any of the CTR meant, anything. I just focused on how much I was spending. And um, that really isn't helpful. So if you go into your ad group, it'll show CTR, which is click-through rate, I would assume. Yes. An effective CTR. And it tells you the total saves, the total clicks, and the total impressions. Now, if you divided the impressions by the clicks, then you would get the click-through rate, but they do the math for you. So what I've heard is a 0.2% or higher click-through rate is good. So if your pin is lower than 0.2% CTR, then you really need to look at the pin. There might be an issue. Um, It could be that the image really doesn't show enough of what it is for people to want to click it. They're not really sure what it is, so they don't take the time to click through to your website. Or it could be a situation where something wonky is happening. Uh, It could be that the pin has been deleted accidentally or the ad's just not set up right there. I mean, I've I've had a couple pins that I set up and they just don't run. You know, everything's zero all across the board and I just delete them and set up a new one and it's fine. Yeah, that's what I've had that happen too. And I do the exact same thing. Yeah, it's so crazy. And you spend like 10 minutes setting one up and then you're like, what happened? And it's just like very occasionally that it happens. So if you look and your click-through rate is less than 0.2%, I would be worried. Now, this pin that I was telling you about that had that keyword that is just doing amazing, this is one that I have been running for a month and a half and the click-through rate is 1%. And I've never had one that high before. So I'm really excited and I don't really know why it's 1% other than me thinking that it's a really popular product. Yeah. So I would say the higher your click-through rate, the more popular your product is. I would think so too. The click-through rate, I've had some where they're really low and I look at it and I try to figure out why it's not, why people aren't clicking. But, you know, I never heard that 0.2%. That's interesting because I was always worried if mine were too low or what, but I feel like most of mine are above that. So that's pretty good. Yeah. Most of mine range around 0.6 to 0.8. So I feel like that's very good. But where I heard that from was somebody in a totally different space than we are. And I think that, you know, teacherpreneurs on Pinterest are very lucky because we have less competition with the keywords that we're using specifically geared towards teachers. So I think that we're able to get a higher click-through rate than them. So I would say like anything 0.5 or above is is really good. Yeah. I also like to uh, just look at the number of clicks things are getting and how much the cost is per click, because even though you bid a certain amount, that doesn't mean that's how much you're actually paying for the click. So I always like to check on that too. Yes, that's a really good point. And I think too, we had said 
if the keywords were too general that, you know, we could go in and we could change the keywords and add keywords. And they kind of changed that. I've had a lot of people ask me about this lately. So I just want to stick this in here and, and I will put a screenshot as well in the show notes. But a lot of people have asked about how to actually change the keywords. And it's really simple. It's just kind of hard to find because it's grayed out. <laughs> but when you go into the ad group, there's a little tab next to pin promotion that says keywords. Uh, and this is where you can you can not only view all the data on the keywords, but you can add or delete keywords. I wouldn't really delete them. Uh, even if they're not doing well, I don't know if there's a purpose for that. I, if there is, then I would love to be corrected. But adding keywords, this is where you would do that. You click create keywords. The only thing I don't get in this, and I need to research this, is create negative keywords. Have you ever done that before? I haven't. I, I'd have to look into it too. I'm assuming that it's something like you don't want them to show up in certain searches. But yeah, I don't know. That was my assumption too. And on the bottom, it says format your keywords to indicate how closely they should match the search term, phrase match or exact match. Like those directions are not good for me. <laughs> I don't understand what that means. <laughs> so therefore I will not mess with it, but it's something I do want to research. I think it's really interesting, but um, I do see a lot of value in coming back to your pins every week or so and looking at the keywords, looking at how it's delivering and maybe adding keywords that are valuable. So this one that I saw that has that amazing keyword that's doing really, really well for this pin, I think what I'm going to do today is go back into my similar pins and I'm going to put a similar keyword. So I'm not putting the same keyword, just the grade level equivalent of that keyword. So because I think that'll help my, my other pins run even better. Yeah, I think it's important to mention why you probably aren't putting the exact same keyword. If I'm thinking that you're doing it for the same reason I would, is that you don't want to compete with yourself. So you're bidding on keywords. And if you're putting the same key, exact keyword in all of these resources that you're putting out there, then you're bidding against yourself. And so then that can um, jack up the, the bid per click, the cost per click, because, you know, doesn't know which of yours to show if you're you're bidding the same amount and you're using the same keywords. Right. And I don't think it's an issue if you have all of them in the same ad group. I'm pretty sure I heard that somewhere that they don't compete with each other. Because right. That would make sense if they're in the same ad group. Yeah. Yeah. Because the same ad group uses the same keywords. However, I do not put mine in the same ad group because I do use different keywords. And usually it's the same type of product, but it's for a specific grade level. So I have a third grade version, a fourth grade version, a fifth grade version, because I don't have a lot that are like three, five. Most of mine are a specific grade level, but I have different versions of them because I really is important to me that they're aligned specifically to standards. Whereas I know that a lot of yours are, are all in one resource, you have different passages that are, you know, better for certain grade levels. Right, so right. mine are like, mine are like totally separated, which is probably more work on my part. But so that that's made it easy because I haven't, I mean, I haven't had anything in an ad group other than usually the one pin or maybe two if I'm test, if I'm AB testing them to see which image performs better. But mostly I just have them in separate ad groups. So I would try to make sure that my keywords are different, which they usually are because I usually am very grade specific with most of my keywords. Right. So and I think I'm going to paste a couple of screenshots 
in the show notes that just show some of the things we talked about today, uh, specifically um, how to change the keywords, what data to look for on the dashboard, things like that. Because I feel like we're both looking at the dashboard and it makes sense to us when we say effective CTR, but that people may not be able to find that. So we'll make sure to post that in the show notes. So that is pretty easy to find. If you go to growwithuspodcast.com slash episode two, it will be up there. And we'll also be happy to discuss it in our Facebook group as well. So if you're having trouble, you want to just visit us over there, we can uh, try to help you out more there. Yes. And that'd be great because you can post specific screenshots of what's going on because sometimes it's really hard to tell which one of these three reasons is why you're promoted pin is not performing well. And that uh, we have a shortcut for that. It's growyourteacherstore.com and that'll take you straight to the Facebook group. Yeah. And I think because we're both into data, we actually like enjoy looking at it and figuring out why things aren't working. So sometimes it might seem obvious to us and, and it might not be obvious to everyone. So we'd be happy to help. Yes, very happy. I spent a little too much time in my Pinterest dashboard. I know people love promoted pins because it, they run on their own and you don't have to touch them, but I'm obsessed with mine and I love looking at the data. So I might spend too much time yeah, there. Yeah, I probably waste a little too much time looking at all kinds of data. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's funny. All right. So that is awesome. I feel like we gave a lot of big information. Thank you everyone for joining us for another episode of Grow with Angie and April. We would love it if you subscribe to the podcast and joined us in the TBT Seller Facebook group, which you can find again at growyourteacherstore.com. And we will talk next time. Bye, Angie. Bye.